What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Unfiltered with me, Lindsay Hughes. So today's episode is another one. I'm traveling. I have a little bit of a different setup today. I do just want to say at the beginning of this episode, um, if the sound quality is a little bit off or not as good as usual, if you happen to notice that, it's just because I'm recording, you know, on the on the road, on the go, and I don't have my like typical setup. I felt like the audio was a little bit off last week, so just in case it kind of is a little bit not as good this week again, that is the reason why, and it'll be back to normal uh, next week. But anyway, welcome back, you guys. This is another solo episode. Um, It's actually going to be a little bit similar to the one I did last week. It's just going to be like a solo stream of consciousness episode. I really just wanted to chat with you guys openly and honestly about some things that I've been thinking about this week, and this episode might be a little bit of a loaded episode because I feel like I... A lot has happened in the past week and things have just, for me personally, I don't know, my mental state in the past week has just been a little bit wild. So I kind of wanted to like just come on here today, share how I'm feeling, vent, maybe some of you guys can relate to how I'm feeling. It's going to be like a similar solo stream of consciousness episode to last week's episode, which I got a lot of positive feedback on. If you guys happen to have missed that episode, um, I talked about basically the whole concept of being too much or someone making you feel like you are too much. And I did get a lot of positive feedback on that episode. So thank you guys so, so much. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Just before we get into this episode, I want to say that I'm like slightly wine drunk right now. I'm on vacation in Palm Springs and, (laughs) you know, I had a couple glasses of wine earlier. So I just kind of want to preface this episode with this episode is fueled by a little bit of rosé and, um, pool time in Palm Springs. So thank you, Miss Rosé, for sponsoring. (laughs) Just kidding. I wanted to start off this week's episode by quickly shouting out our iconic reviewer of the week and I got like a bunch of reviews in the last two weeks so thank you guys so much to any of you who took the time to do that. Please know that I read all of them and I appreciate all of them so very much and um, the reviewer of the week this week is uh, it just says T Tress so maybe your name starts with a T. It says, honestly, grab your favorite bottle of wine and unwind with Lindsay. Such a great podcast to chill with. I always look forward to the next episode. So (laughs) I love this review. It's so cute. It is definitely very accurate with the fact that, yes, I have grabbed my favorite bottle of wine this week and unwound, you know, (laughs) and now I'm recording this episode for you guys. You know, it's just one of those weeks, you guys, I'm on vacation. Um, I'm not going to apologize for drinking some beautiful wine by the pool. I have absolutely no regrets. (laughs) And of course, I'm still making time to record this episode. Uh, Sorry that last week's episode, by the way, was a day late. That is definitely not typical for me, you guys. Um, But I was on vacation and I thought I was going to have enough time to finish editing it throughout the weekend, but I did not. So I really apologize for that. The episodes typically will be out to you guys on Mondays, but very occasionally, you know, we might have like a late episode, but um, I will definitely let you guys know in the future. 
All right, you guys, let's do a little weekly catch up. I feel like um, a lot really for, for me personally, I'm sure it's not just, you know, only me. The last week uh, has been a lot. There has been really so much just that has upset me and I'm not even talking personally. Um, I am talking about, I just feel like this country and the world that we are in, and I'm the world that we are living in, I mean, I know that obviously fucked up things have been happening since the beginning of time, okay? This is not, you know, the 2020 is not the first year that fucked up things, in my opinion, have been happening, of course. Like, I think we all know that. But at the same time, I think a lot of us can probably relate to just feeling like, you know, 2020 is just the most insane year, that the craziest, most like negative, sad, upsetting year that I can remember in my entire life experiencing. And that does not go to say that other year, that other years, um, that horrible things have not happened. So I'm definitely not trying to say that. I just feel like every single day there's more sadness and negativity and something very, very just triggering or upsetting is announced or happening and um yeah for me personally I really felt it a lot in the past week and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about a little bit today which I will get into as the episode progresses I will kind of go into details with some things that have come to the surface over the past week but other than that one a very big positive and, you know, weekly catch up <laughs> that I have for you guys. I'm just very, very grateful for not only, you know, my ability to be able to take trips and to travel, but I'm really grateful for my health um, and also my job, the freedom that my job allows me to be able to work from home and be able to do my job from wherever I am. Like I'm, you know, recording this podcast right now on my vacation and I am able to do that. And um, also I'm just really grateful for my friends and my support system and my family. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of things that I'm very upset about and disheartened by, um, not only in the past week, but, you know, just overall in 2020. And um, I don't say that to be negative. Obviously there are so, so many things that I am so happy about and I'm overall, you know, happy in my own personal life, but, you know, there are just so many sad and horrific things that have happened this year. And sometimes it's hard to stay positive and I also think it's okay to feel those emotions. I also wanted to just say, I don't think I've ever really talked about this too much on the podcast yet, but I really wanted to encourage you guys to check if you are registered to vote this year because obviously I think we all know that a big election is coming up in the United States in November. However, um, it is so easy to like like not even to like assume that you are registered to vote and then it comes up really quick and you're like oh shit um I actually wasn't registered or like I thought I was registered in my state and then I wasn't you know like I know that when I moved from Georgia to California to Idaho I had to you know re-register for all of my new addresses in all of those states really want to like take this time to make it clear to you guys like it's very very easy to check to confirm if you're registered to vote so you know in your head you might be like oh I totally know that I'm registered but it takes literally like two seconds to just go on to the website that I'm going to link to you guys in the description of this podcast 
aka the show notes. Um, you can just scroll down to the bottom if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, and just like do that. Just take like the couple seconds it takes to just like confirm that you are actually registered to vote in your state. Um, because like I said, you guys, you know, the election's coming up fast. I want to encourage all of you guys to vote and to vote for the change that we desperately need to see, in my opinion. I just want to encourage you guys to make sure 100% that you know you're confirmed um, and you are registered to vote. And if you're not, please go ahead and register and make sure that you are voting. Let's make sure all of our voices are heard this November, you guys, okay? I want to get into my bops and flops of the week, baby. Okay, let's start with flops of the past week. Um... I'm not going to lie, there were several this past week. There was a lot of very upsetting things that have occurred in the past week, um, in my opinion. And the first one uh, is, obviously this is, you know, this whole podcast is my personal thoughts and opinions and beliefs, so nobody has to take any of my opinions and beliefs to be what they think, Um Of course, I always want to make that clear, but this personal flop was Kanye West announcing that he is running for president. Um, I think that it is absolutely absurd if you read his article with Forbes, um, just what he talked about um, and how he believes that, you know, people were taken over by the devil and um, that, you know, God needs to come back into our public schools and the issue is oh people are siding with the devil I mean it's just um absolutely ridiculous if you read it and um I also think I am in complete complete agreement that he is running to help out Trump because um I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard that you know obviously Kanye running is going to deter people's votes. And Kanye also said that he has never voted before, which is, I don't know if that's a lie. I don't know if that was, you know, just a statement to try and get attention. But so he basically said, oh, you know, I've never voted before. Um, So he said, I've never voted for Trump before. But I think we all know how much Kanye has supported Trump in the last few years and been very public about that. So who knows? It could obviously just be an entire just stunt. um, You know what I mean? To say that now he's like not for Trump, obviously, because he's going against Trump. That also means that people would vote for him instead of voting for Joe Biden, which obviously would help Trump if less people voted for Joe Biden and voted for Kanye. So it's like, you know, um, are these two guys in on something? Because I love how nobody else announced their um, presidential campaign and running for president until uh, July 4th, then Kanye West. So I just feel like the whole thing is absolutely disgusting. Um, If you guys were not aware, which I think most of us are at this point, sorry, I'm running out of breath. I'm really a I'm kind of fuming low-key right now, even though it may sound like I'm calm. 
I think this is pretty public knowledge. Um, it actually is completely public information, but Kanye West has publicly said that slavery was a choice um, amongst many, many, many other problematic things um, that he has said in the last few years. So um, I 100 million percent do not support anything about him, and I have absolutely no support for him running for president. Um, so I just wanted to say that that was definitely a big flop for me this past week and anyone is welcome to think differently but I don't really understand why you would be a fan of somebody who has publicly said that slavery was a choice especially somebody that is black um you would think that you just wouldn't make a comment like that you know all right guys another flop of the week is um another one that is just in my personal opinion so um stupid and unsafe and disheartening and that is basically that you know America will be opening up all of or most of I'm not sure if it's all of or most of the schools again this fall at least as of right now that is the plan to open schools again and subject all of our teachers as well as the students and the country as well as you know anybody that the students are in contact with when they go home or whatever it is all these people will be subjected to the um you know highest counts that we've ever had of the virus right now in our country i think we all know how serious it is right now i don't know i just don't understand why you know there was um online schooling and online classes last semester when it was not as bad but of course you know in this fall they're they're saying, you know, the Trump administration is saying, no, for our economy, we have got to get our kids back to school. And, uh, you know, the kids can skill, still go to school without subjecting everybody and especially people that are at risk and our teachers to um, getting the virus as well as spreading it to anybody who they will be interacting with. So I could really go off about this one, you guys. I don't know if this choice will be able to be changed. I don't know if it's already completely finalized, but I've definitely talked to some of my teacher friends in my life and they are very, very scared to have to go back to work in this unsafe environment. And I think a lot of us have the privilege um, of being able to work our jobs from home and feel more safe in that way. But a lot of people, not only teachers, but um, including teachers, do not have that um, privilege anymore and obviously especially healthcare workers and we know that but um yeah a lot of people don't have that privilege so I just think that that decision is pretty dumb and uh, obviously we will see how it plays out anyway you guys let's get into some bops of the week I know that I've been kind of serious and obviously talking about some upsetting things but uh honestly that is you know uh, like I said, it's just uh, been an upsetting week and sometimes you need a vent, but um, let's talk about some bops, <laughs> some good things of, you know, the past week or so. So my first bop of the week is that um, I'm so just grateful for my personal support system right now. I feel like we all need a support system, especially, you know, at times like 2020, um, we really all need that support system, whether it is, you know, our partner or our family or our best friend or even, you know, somebody online or 
somebody to just vent to, somebody to talk to. So I am really extremely grateful for just the people in my life and being able to share with them how I feel and also really grateful for you guys for um, being my friends and being my listeners and my viewers. My other bop of the week is finding joy in little things that make me happy throughout the day. It could literally be as small as like waking up in the morning and knowing that I'm going to have coffee and just like have a bagel or, you know, cuddling my dog or watching a movie or listening to some good music that makes me, you know, forget for a few minutes, um, you know, everything that's going on in the world. So finding joy in the little things, uh, definitely has been, um, a big bop lately. Thank you so much to our long time sponsor on this podcast of Anchor. So Anchor is actually how I make this podcast. I wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform Anchor. So as I said, it is completely free. Anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer, Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it actually is, you guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast. Okay, guys, now let's get into the bulk of this episode. Like I said, I don't necessarily have one overall topic that I kind of want to discuss today. It is just kind of like a mix of different things that I've been feeling that I wrote down that I wanted to talk about. So I'm just going to start with something that has definitely personally been extremely, extremely upsetting to me in the past week. And, um, actually shared this uh, briefly in last week's episode, but even a week ago, I mean, the information that was out about the situation that I was talking about with the the music community and some of my favorite musicians um, was so different even one week ago from when I'm recording this. So I kind of just wanted to like chat about it. So uh, if you guys missed my episode last week or you happen to have not seen on my Instagram story this week, I was definitely talking about it on there. But uh, basically in the past um, one week, week and a half-ish time frame from when I'm recording this right now, um, my two two of my favorite of all time, um, previous favorite, um, male musicians were, um, outed as basically, you know, for sexual misconduct towards women, whether it be, you know, having sex with underage women, underage fans, manipulating underage fans, um, grooming children, grooming underage girls, even if they weren't underage, basically just sexual misconduct towards women in general. And so these artists were Bass Nectar, who is, um, I think a lot of you guys know, probably most of you guys know that 
He has been the most influential person in my entire life as far as music goes. The past seven years, I've been an extreme, extreme fan since 2013. I've been to about 40 live shows and festivals um, that he has performed at. I've traveled the country for his performances and um, his music was always seen as an extremely positive light, um, touching on empathy, touching on community and respecting and loving each other. It was always seen as a very positive community that loved each other and supported each other. He personally was the type of artist that had started a nonprofit um, that, you know, preached the type of politics and human rights and um, equality that I believe in. And I think, um, you know, a lot of us align in that way, um, basically just preaching for what is right and what is equal and what is just. And overall, the community was a safe space. Um, and, you know, it was even the type of thing where at his particular shows in in the last three, four years, I think this started happening, there was actually like a place called The Haven that was a place you could go to outside of the the pit outside of the main um area of any concert um or event that he had and it was basically a safe space where you could be able to talk to someone if anything if anything happened to you or if you were feeling like you were overwhelmed if you weren't having a good time if you had maybe taken too much of anything or been overwhelmed or having anxiety or had drinking too much or you had maybe had an issue with somebody um, coming up to you and making you feel uncomfortable this was basically a safe space that was provided at all of his events that he put on personally. So as a woman, you know, this was someone that provided a safe space and their music was also um, seen as a safe space for women and men and people of all identities, genders, backgrounds, etc. With that being said, I think you guys know how much his um, live shows and music uh, impacted my life over the past seven years. So many of my best friends and friends that I've made across the entire country have been because of this community. And um, I know that I might um, seem dramatic or silly to people who don't really like understand what I'm talking about. But, um, you know, if you've seen an art, an artist, you know, 40 times, whether you like it or not, they're going to have a huge, huge impact on your life. Um, I mean, I'm literally staring at like a bass drop sticker that's on my laptop right now. Um, I'm going to have to remove all of my stickers or cover them up because, uh, like I said, basically Lauren had been accused of, has been accused of, and he's actually like in voice messages. He's actually like admitted to, at least in the voice memos, basically like having sex with underage girls and, um, you know, just, um, manipulating and grooming underage women and you know I don't know if he thought that it was maybe he was helping them out or if it was acceptable or whatever like I really don't know what was going through you know his mind but I mean when you find out that somebody that you've I mean I don't even know how to explain it. not not necessarily like idolized I wouldn't say that I idolized this person I would just say that obviously I had a preconceived idea of what I what I thought of this person to be because of what they shared and 
you know, obviously because of the music and the community and how good and safe that I always felt. I don't know. I just think it's so sad. Um, obviously this is a very, like, if you're not, if you don't know anything about this community, which I know a lot of you guys don't, this is like one of my just, you know, things. I know we all have different, different music tastes. We all have different things that are important to us. So, uh, it's not going to be as easier for, is easy for everyone to like understand, but I do think, you know, I think we can all relate to having somebody that we, like not even necessarily look up to, but just somebody that we think that we know their values based off of whatever it is, like their music or their persona that they portray online. Or I don't know, I just feel like it's so crazy. Um, the things that go on behind closed doors and, uh, not only in the music industry, but it is just so upsetting and disheartening things that, are in secret and it's just so disgusting to me that men in their you know late 30s 40s 50s whatever it is are trying to get with 17 year old even if these girls are like you know legal to consent I really still think it is so disturbing and disgusting for these really older men to only be interested in that age of a woman because I mean, yes, everybody, you know, everybody has their types. Technically, at the age of 18, yes, that is the age we have decided is consensual. That is the age you are an adult and obviously can make these decisions for yourself with other adults. But that doesn't mean that at the age of 18 that you are not easily manipulated or um, naive. Not to say that everybody is, but I mean, I think back to myself at that age when I you know, I was still in high school when I was 18. Like I turned 18 at the beginning of my senior year. That person is so far, like not removed. That person just seems so, so long ago. Also my other favorite musician, Nako Bear, um, who is in the band Nako and Medicine for the People, which me and my sister have shared and shared and shared and shared their music um, over the past five years. I have a tattoo on my arm, my biggest, boldest tattoo um, of a lyric from one of their songs. It says, I believe in the good things coming. It, it was from one of my favorite songs of all time by them, which was is called Black as Night. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to listen to that song and not think differently because also in the past week, week and a half, um, Nako Bear has been outed as basically just a horrendous person, sexual misconduct towards many, many, many women, some of them which are fans. Other than that, just like I said, just basically being an overall asshole, you know? Um, and it's just, I'm really, I really, part of me is very happy to have these things, the truth, the allegations, the truth about these, these men that I was supporting, um, unknowingly of their actions, of course. I don't feel guilt of like, oh, I should have known because you know what? A lot of us didn't know. How could we have known? If you've never met, I mean, you've never met somebody, it's unfortunate, but, um, you kind of, this is what I'm trying to tell myself, like moving forward. If I haven't met somebody and hung out with them for a significant amount of time in person, I really cannot make a decision of how, of if they're, you know, a good person or a bad person or 
whatever it is, like I can support their art if obviously I have never heard anything that rubs me the wrong way about them, you know. And this goes into the topic of cancel culture too, which I believe um, we have all started to, a lot of us have started to realize is extremely toxic and I will be trying to not use that phrase and that word as much because, you know, you can't just cancel everyone (laughs) you know these people are still going to be around and there's still going to be things like this that happen so it's not about canceling these people for me it's just about you know what I can never think the same about them I can never listen to the music in the same ways I can never think the same things about my favorite song um you know I can appreciate all the memories and all the good things that were brought into my life specifically um from the bass nectar community but I personally have no idea what's going to happen in the future, and I'm very, very disappointed, to say the least, in both of these men's um, statements and how I do feel like they tried to hide it. There's so much I could go into, you guys. I've talked about it on my Instagram story. Um, If you really want to look up more of these allegations, feel free to on your own time, but at this point, I feel like I'm just talking in circles because I'm very upset and I could vent about this, (laughs) trust me, for a long time, so... I kind of wanted to just bring that into the idea of um, holding people accountable for their actions and um, their actions that we actually see and not based off of an idea we have of them as a person. And it's hard because like I said, we aren't typically going to know these people in real life if they're someone like a musician or an actor or an actress or a celebrity, somebody that we support um, their art. A lot of times, you know, we're never going to get to meet this person. We're never going to know what they're like in real life. And that's, you know, something that we have to accept as well. But I believe that moving forward, I just really hope that I can start actually not just thinking of, oh, you know, this is what this person puts out, this is what their music makes me feel, and that automatically makes them, like, a good person to me, someone that I'm going to support, you know? And it's sad because there are a lot of great people out there, a lot of great artists, and that brings me into something that I've been thinking about, and I don't want this to come off as me just, like, hating on men, Um, that's really not what this is. I just think that I have something that I've been thinking about and I know that this podcast is 95% women. So, um, you know, if I really wanted to get through to men, I, this is not exactly the place to do it. However, with that being said and going off of like holding people accountable, um, I just have been feeling like when in my life do I actually see men call out other men and hold them accountable for their actions. I just feel like it doesn't happen enough. And um, I'm not saying, I am not, not, not saying that, you know, the good men and a lot of good men do not call out other men. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I think a lot of, a lot of the problem in these types of situations with men just like consistently consistently getting away with this type of stuff and a lot of the times I really do think that they actually maybe think that they are not doing anything wrong or maybe they just have like had such a long history of treating women the same way or thinking about women the same way or having the same types of relationships that may be problematic but to them 
they might not see it as problematic. And I really don't know. I don't know. I can't speak for how anybody thinks, obviously, but um, it just makes me very, very upset when I think about the fact that even, you know, most of the men I know and most, I mean, a lot of the men that I've interacted with, I'm just like, I don't really see a lot of men calling out their friends, even, even, even for something just like being creepy, even just a guy being creepy or saying something creepy about a woman, that is enough reason to call someone out and even just be like, dude, that's not cool. You shouldn't talk about women like that. Like that's creepy or like, that's not cool. It's as simple as that. And I do feel like women do this a lot of the time. We, I think obviously can see as women a lot of the times when guys are creeps. And I don't know, a lot of guys, I feel like can see that too, but I'm just kind of upset about this like bro code that I see or this like Ooh, not knowing what to say in a situation where a guy, even if it's a guy calling a girl like a slut or a whore or something degrading, whatever it is, it's like, well, you know what? A real man should be able to not just like be quiet and say nothing about that or chime in and be like, yeah, dude, like she's totally slut or slutty, like describing a girl as slutty or whatever it is. I just feel like this shit is the problem. This shit is so problematic and it's really, really, really disheartening to me. I've just been thinking about like all these things that have happened and wondering like, well, were men there? Did men see any of this stuff stuff happen? Did men like other men participate in, um, you know, these things, sexual misconduct, um, being creepy, or even, you know what, guys, like, even I feel like in real life, I can think of, like, guys that I personally know to be rapists or sexual assaulters. I don't know if that's the correct term. Somebody who has performed sexual assault. I'm assuming that would be the correct term. And you know what, regardless of if their friends that are men know about it or not. I feel like I don't really see a lot of guys sticking up for women. I don't really see a lot of guys, a lot of the times, even defriending guys over this kind of stuff and, you know, just not wanting to say anything because, oh, he's a good guy or he's never done anything to me. I just haven't seen enough men calling out other men, calling it out, calling out men's creepy behavior or whatever it is because, and I don't know what it is, you guys. I don't know if it's like bro code or not wanting to say something in the moment because you don't want to escalate something. I really do not fucking know. And um, it just makes me so, so upset because it's like, we can't fight this fight alone. We need like the good men on our side. And I know that there are good men. Of course, you guys, I really am not trying to sit here and hate on all men. Okay. I know that there are good men that will stick up for women, but a lot of the times I just am so disgusted when I even just think about guys talking in groups with other guys about women or just not sticking up for us or whatever it is. And it just makes me absolutely fucking disgusted. And you know what? I'm just going to say it like maybe this is just how I'm feeling right now, but I've personally lost a lot of respect and um, trust for straight men in general in the past week. And that's just how I'm feeling. Okay. I have really lost a lot of respect and especially in my, um, in the 
bass music community, like I have already mentioned, I have literally seen like one, one man actually like side with the women in this situation over bass nectar. And you guys, I have so many male and female friends that have been in this community with me for years and years and years. And everybody knows about these allegations and everybody can come to their own decision. But you know what? Are you going to be the type of guy, just because you were a fan, are you going to be the type of guy that overlooks something like this because, oh, well, his music is just so good, so important to me. I have all these memories attached with the music. Yeah, that's how I felt and that's how I still feel. But you know what? Like, are you going to be the type of guy that's silent and says nothing and doesn't stand up for women? A lot of guys are going to stay silent and be silent because it doesn't affect their life. You know what I mean? And they have nothing to say. And um, silence says so incredibly much to me. So I'm just very, like I said, I'm very, very disappointed in men this past week. And you know what? (laughs) One more time, um, that is not all men. I know that there are so many men that are doing the right thing and standing up for women and believe in equality, And but I'm just really disheartened by a lot of men as well. Okay, guys. Well, I really wanted to vent about that, so thank you for allowing me to do that. I don't know if anyone's still listening, but hey, if you're still listening, uh, let's get into something else and hopefully you know, more of us can maybe relate to this. I don't know. It's just been kind of like I talked, kind of like I talked about in the intro. I really have just been feeling very overwhelmed by recent events and overall, you know, just the year of 2020 in general. And I think that that of course is not only me. I think, you know, we're taking it day by day and some days are easier than others some days are harder than others but you know um a lot of things just keep coming out every single day and this is an election year so i feel like a lot of that is amplifying it a lot too and obviously you know we all are aware that we're in a pandemic that is really just going off more by the day a lot of people have been exposed this year um obviously the black lives matter movement has taken off uh, you know more than ever this year and with that you know there have been so many deaths and crimes and very just upsetting upsetting things to have happened I just am like is anyone coping out there are we all just in this shit together I do feel like we're, we're most of us are in this together but I don't know I don't know how everyone else is feeling but I and like I said I just wanted to talk about feeling overwhelmed by recent events and, you know, just wondering, like, is this year going to get any fucking better? I mean, at this point, who knows? Feeling, you know, like, oh, I have to stay informed. I really have to stay informed. And that's a big part of it, too, is like we, especially being on social media right now, I mean, how are you not going to see what is happening. And I think it is important for us to stay informed. I do. I mean, we can't just be like ignorant to what's going on and be like, oh, you know, another horrible thing, you know, another killing, another, you know, crime. Oh, another thing that's upsetting, like every single day. So I don't know, staying informed is important, but also like being overwhelmed with how informed we are. um, That is definitely a big topic that has been coming up lately for me and how much we're seeing pop up every day you know on our social media is like it's hard to be like oh do I need to you know delete these apps for a few days do I need to 
not look at this? How do I separate myself? I don't know. I know that I have a fucking social media addiction, okay? Like every single day I look at Instagram and Twitter multiple, multiple, multiple times a day. And I think a lot of us do. I really, I really do. Um, Not to say everyone, (laughs) but most of us probably do. And it's just like a habit to open these apps and start watching stories. And uh, we're finding out, I mean, thank God in so many ways for social media, because we are finding out all of this like fucked up shit and things that we need to know about and things that we need to be promoting and supporting and petitions we need to be signing. So of course that is all so, so important. Um, But also there is a balance between taking all of this in and sharing important resources and causes that we care about. Please do not hesitate to share um, important causes, important resources, please, like, please keep doing that. But also like that balance between, oh, doing, you know, our part and staying informed, also taking time away to focus on ourselves and what's going on in our day-to-day lives and how we can improve ourselves and how we're doing, how we are doing mentally. And mental health is so extremely important. And I know that hella people have been struggling. I know a lot of people are struggling because it really feels like every single day, just something, I mean, I don't know, I can't speak for everyone, you guys, but I mean, just going on Twitter, it feels like everyone I follow, like every single day, there's just some more shit that happens. And 2020 just feels like the craziest year that I don't know, I've personally ever lived in. Overall, you know, it's just, it's hard to stay positive at a time like this. And I don't think that you have to stay positive. I mean, there's so much to be angry and hurt and upset and disheartened by, okay? So I'm not trying to preach positivity and tomorrow's a new day you know I I do think that in a lot of ways but at the same time like there is so much to be upset about let's just make sure you guys that we are keeping a little bit of balance and this is something you know I could tell myself is just making sure to focus on ourselves and how we're doing and doing those little things that are away from our phone and if you're feeling overwhelmed by what's going on or even just things going on in your personal life just Try to make some time, like actively schedule out, carve out some time to treat yourself, plan, plan something for yourself, whether it's, you know, a night to have a nice dinner and a glass of wine to yourself, um, or, you know, a, a little drive, you know, go on a drive, put your windows down, let the sun shine in, listen to some music, something even that simple, you guys, cooking something for yourself, something that just takes you out of staring at Twitter and Instagram. I mean, I don't know, something that just takes you out of whatever it is. If you're watching the news a lot, I don't know, I don't really watch the news much, but I mean, I get my news from, you know, social media. And, um, even if it's just planning a night into yourself or if you can plan like a road trip or a night away or a camping little trip or a weekend away, if that's something that is like safe for you to do right now, um, please try and do that. Even if it's, you know, in the future, try and focus on planning some time for yourself to have some relaxing time and step away and try to focus on the good in your life because I know it's hard. (laughs) Um, Try to focus on the good things and try to focus on what makes you happy, even if it's just taking, you know, 30 minutes or an hour away to listen to some music, go on a drive, 
listen to a podcast, anything. Just actively try to do that stuff more, you guys, because that is what is going to keep us sane and recharge us so that we can come back to the really important things and come back to the world. Well, you guys, I'm kind of been running out of breath this whole episode. <laughs> I think it's like the way that I'm sitting. I'm kind of like sl- slouched over right now in bed. So um, yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to say that I know this was like a different type of episode and I know that I hit a lot of like harder topics and I talked about a lot of things that you know might be hard or upsetting or I don't know like I said at the beginning of this episode I just kind of needed to like come on and vent and some episodes of this podcast are going to be very lighthearted and fun and funny and some episodes are going to be more serious and you know that's just how it's going to (laughs) be so I hope that you guys got something out of this I don't know how necessarily uh, enjoyable or entertaining this episode was but I do hope that it maybe resonated with you or that you were able to connect with something in this episode and if not you know there's several other episodes you can listen to if you're looking for something more lighthearted. I just want to conclude this with um, you guys can follow the podcast Instagram to stay updated and get more regular content. I'm trying to post more on there so I've been having fun with posting on there that is definitely the best way to stay updated and also to just support me and support the podcast it is completely free to go ahead and follow the Instagram so uh, it would mean the world to me if you guys followed it the account is just unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes and you can find the link to that in the show notes of this episode Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you guys. I appreciate you so much. Next week, we'll probably have a more like lighthearted episode. I'm not really sure what we'll talk about, but you guys are always welcome to send me topic suggestions as well for things that you want to hear, more things that you want me to talk about. And until next week, you guys will hear from me then. So have an awesome week, you guys. And thank you so much for listening. Bye.